You good? Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, I guess we're already recording, huh? We are already recording. Okay. We need to get rid of my f- French spy master here. <laughs> it always comes out in French. Why? I don't know. I think it's distantly related to Henri. <laughs> oh, no! Henri Pierre! <laughs> Henri Pierre! Our beloved printer. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're just gonna. This is weird without headphones, but uh. Yeah, I guess we're, we're just gonna chat. It's like a normal conversation. I don't know how we're gonna do this. Well, like the old days, remember? That's true. We didn't have headphones yeah. for the longest time. No, I mean you got them pretty quick. Yeah, and I wore them. And I did not. And you did not. And you kept yelling about how I wasn't loud enough. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, you know, if you put headphones on me, I'm just gonna get quieter. <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna help <laughs> but then there were times where you were just way too loud because you were like you said i wasn't loud enough <laughs> I, know. I know we're all good i think we're good okay oh, okay sorry <laughs> the hardest part of this the is the hardest part every time i don't know why <sighs> hey guys welcome to Sh- we're reading dirty books this is say that and this is kalina and yay uh, hello Welcome back. Hi. <laughs> More technical difficulties. Why not? You know? You know. It's just the thing. Life of COVID. It's what we do. It's how things roll now. We're like, look, this is going smooth. Let's Why? break something. <laughs> Why continue to let In it go smooth? In the middle of last week's podcast. <laughs> right in the middle of it. Of the last recording. I guess not the last one. Technically two ago. You guys don't want to know our schedule you right now. Your brains this. would break if My you... My brain is broken. <laughs> If you tried to understand what our schedule is. I don't know what I've is. done to us. <laughs> We've got us scheduled in a circle. And I'm like, you know what? You just tell me what I need to read and when I need to come over. <laughs> we'll be good. We'll be good. Yeah. So, but that doesn't matter. No. I feel like a lot has happened. We haven't had a recent chat about life. No. I mean, I have a dog now. Did you I do. Say that no, you podcast? never did. And he was on the last episode. Because he's all <laughs> annoying outside. <laughs> right now he's chewing a bone out there. Yeah. He's probably going to wind ass to come in later. Oh, yeah. 100%, guys. But um, introduce us to your dog. This is... This is you guys can see him. <laughs> Canelo is my baby. He is a Doberman Great Dane mix, mm-hmm. a one and a half year old kind of mid puppy. Yeah, that we adopted, and uh, he's awesome, and I love him, and it's my first dog ever. Mm-hmm. I've never had one in my whole life, even as a kid. You, ever, yeah, ever, ever, ever. Wow, we never had dogs or cats growing. Up. We never had real pets. We had fucking hamsters fish and or hamsters. fish and lizards. Mm-hmm. And no, those are birds. No and turtles. No, those are nuances. Nuances. Those are not. They're not nuisances. Nu- what did I say? Nuances. I don't think they're new. I don't think. They're, <laughs> I don't think it's a nuance. <laughs> I think they're nuisances. That's what I would say. I would just say nuisances. No shit. It's a nuance. The uh, between pets and oh my goodness, nuisances are nuances. There's. <laughs> Between uh, <laughs> things, hey, this is a, a a later recording. It is. This is actually what we used to do. Can you believe it? When we were much younger, <laughs> we in our prime, <laughs> when we were in our we podcasting we prime, didn't start it to like I know, nine, and then we listened back yes, after doing like an hour and a half we're recording. Fucking crazy! Oh, I'm so glad we don't do that. Well, no, anymore. we didn't do that That's anymore. Crazy, no, Dan wouldn't expect me until like midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Can I be home? We were so weird. But then we got out of it when we could go to the library because we had to record at five, so everything got a lot quicker. Yes, it did. It did. But we were hangry. <laughs> we were, that was hard. We were always very We hungry. were like, I want alcohol and I want pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the balance. Yep. It's hard. But uh, yeah, well, congratulations on your Thank dog. You. Welcome to pet parenting. Pet planned pethood. <laughs> I'm a full on dog mom now. Oh, you are totally. I, totally. I have an Instagram for my dog. If anyone wants to follow him, he's Canelo Spice Dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's very popular on Instagram. He's very cute. He is cute. He's a, he's a good boy. He and Pancake get along very well. Because they're both big, big old dogs. Yeah. Big. Just big, gangly dogs. Oh, yeah. Mine's big. a. 
mine was a doofus, but now he's not a kid anymore or a puppy anymore. Yeah. Now he's the older teenager who is annoyed of the puppies. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But he's not quite the old man yet. No, he definitely gets annoyed sometimes with Canelo, but mm-hmm. then other times he's like, yeah, dude, let's play. Yeah. He's like, I can puppy. I can still I can puppy, puppy you. Up. Yeah. Yep. He's fun. It's fun having a dog. Yeah. They're it's amazing bands. how how much you can love oh, yeah. a dog and just be like, oh, I love you so much. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. But yeah, that's my, my news. I have a dog. Welcome Yay. to the dog show. show. <laughs> We're now going to talk about dogs, what we know about dogs. The anatomy of dogs. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> they poop. They pee. They have teeth. The end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we doing? What's this thing? Oh yeah. All about did I not? I didn't say it. Did I? No. I just said I'm say that. Like people care. Um. <laughs> They're listening to us. They like, should care. <laughs> we are a podcast who yeah. reads and reviews romance novels. Paranormal romance mostly, novels, we mostly. We've been changing up our kind of lineup. Whatever we want to do. Yeah, a little bit recently, and it's been nice having a you know a change from different things. But this book we have done paranormal. But before that, I thought maybe you'd want to give me a quickie. Sure, I can do that. Woo-hoo. If you could be any of the Disney princesses, which one would you be? Oh, if I could be one of yes, them, you have to be one of the Disney princesses. Vanilla P. Von Schweetz. <laughs> I knew it 100%. I was either going to say her or Brave. Merida. Merida from Brave. Mer- yes. Oh, yes. I fucking love Merida, too. I love too. Merida so much. Yeah. Merida is one of my favorite ones. But, and, but Vanellope Van- is. Vanellope Von Schweetz. so good. Because then she gets to hang out with Gal Gadot in, in the second episode. Or in of Wreck-It Ralph. I don't remember her character. But she's like the badass I don't remember. Oh, it's like right on the tip of my tongue. Have you seen part two of Rekka Ralph? I have not. Oh! I do not know what you're talking about. All right, well, forget about <laughs> all of that. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Yes, Vanellope von Schweetz. Yeah, no, that's a good one. 100%. Yeah, that's like, I pick her or Merida. Yeah. Those are the two. Merida. Merida is pretty awesome. That movie made me cry. Brave. Yeah. Jesus Christ, did that fucking movie make me the cry. The mother-daughter shit. Yes. Mother-daughter yeah. shit. I loved those stories more than I love the, you know, the regular romance, like the man-woman, 14-year-old mm-hmm. girl and 30-year-old man story. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, the, the, the sisters or, like, for, for Frozen. Frozen is the best, too, because of the sister mm-hmm. bond. Yep. It's not about... The guys. It's yep. not. It's, it's not about, about them. Mm-hmm. There's two sisters. Then it's about the mom and the yeah, the mom and the daughter. daughter. And then Pixar's the the newest one with uh, Onward, with uh, oh, I didn't see that. That one. That one's really good with <laughs> Spider Man and I don't think I don't remember. Right. No, <laughs> I don't feel the things you're saying are correct. Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Oh, the 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 trolls. They're not. Are they trolls? I don't know. They're, They're magical creatures They're blue, of some. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was between a father and a son. Well, mm-hmm. brothers, two brothers, and, and then a father. a father and a son. So that one was really sweet. So I love, I love those ones where it's just not of the traditional type. Moana. Oh, Moana. I just, oh God, I love Moana. That so one was much. with herself. Yeah, and uh, but also like her parents. Yeah, with her parents, and her grandma, and, mm-hmm. and her tribe and her mm-hmm. and her people and her rooster oh my god i love that rooster. <laughs> he's so dumb he's so awesome. um but yeah cool no so those are my favorites too I yeah they, well, yeah the best yeah. anyway all right so that was our quickie yay and that is relevant to today's books yes and i say books because we books. did we, we did, did two 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 shorts guys yeah. the first one was haunted the second one was coveted by Christina C. Jones, narrated by Jillian M. G. Mm-hmm. But we did something a little bit different this time. Yeah. And uh, I uh, I listened to the narration and Kalina read the books. I did. Her own eyeballs. I, um, I got about 20, 30 minutes into the first book on the narrated uh, audiobook. And I uh, didn't, didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, 
I can't listen to this. Uh, and I quit. <laughs> and I immediately purchased the ebooks of both of them and went home and read them after like, work. <laughs> within hours. Yeah. You were done with both of them. Yeah. No, I read one one night and the second one the next night. I nice. Mean, it took two nights. So, yeah, we have a little bit different experiences. Yes. Very different and I do, experiences. I, we'll, we'll talk to it. I think first I'll start out, I'll do our clits notes. We'll talk, you know, kind of go through synopsis of both books. And then we can kind of talk about why and some of the other stuff. All right. Let's do it. So in Haunted, we meet Kalita. Uh, she has pretty much what should be a happy life. She has a, a sexy boyfriend with who has a good job. She has a good job. She has a beautiful, what sounds like fantastic apartment mm-hmm. in a high-rise downtown. She's a great relationship with her sister. Everything's going well, but she's not happy. She's content, I think is what she says. Mm-hmm. And she's just coasting. She just doesn't have that fire, that, that like, passion that she wants out of life. And then all of a sudden, one night, something switches. Mm-hmm. And she starts to see this, these images in her head and this man, these eyes. Um, and that's calling to her and that's touching that place inside that is the passion and the, and the desire that she wants. And later she meets him and he turns out to be Aram. 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 See, this is, I, I didn't listen, so I don't know how to pronounce the names. Right. <laughs> Aram. And he is an investor looking at the hotel that her boyfriend and her work at, uh, tra- her boyfriend Travis, who's the worst person. The worst. We'll get into that as well. And so she and Travis break up because they're not having a good relationship anyway. She knows it's pretty much over. And instead, she goes for Aram. And uh, things are a little bit spooky. There's a lot of like, is this real? Is this psychological? It's the undertone of being haunted. Are you haunted (laughs) by something or someone? Mm -hmm. But eventually, all is revealed. And here's a big spoiler. So, I mean, we're all of our podcast is spoilers, but whatever, you guys know that. <laughs> it turns out she and Aram are, did I say it wrong again? Aram. I don't, I'm not sure if Jillian's rolling the R. I think she's just saying Aram. Aram. Mm-hmm. Aram. I just want to roll it. It feels like it needs to be, Okay. Aram, Aram, Aram. Aram. It's, that, it's that hard end. Uh, our immortal royalty mm-hmm. from kingdoms, uh, uh, I'm thinking Africa, yeah. of the past. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so they, she has no memories, though, because this whole thing with her grandmother, and <laughs> she stole the memories and sent her away. And yeah. so he's been trying to find her for years because they are bonded mates. Mm-hmm. They're bonded, married you know, mates, and finally he finds her, but she doesn't know him and doesn't remember him. I mean, something inside of her does, because obviously as soon as she sees him, there's this connection. But he has to try to help her get her memories back without breaking her. Yes. And there's a lot of sex, and it's super steamy. Super (laughs) sexy. so sexy. So sexy. And uh, by the end, she has her memories, and they're cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's all back. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember you. And then we go into the second book, Coveted, which features uh, Kalita's sister, Anselin, and her lover, or would-be, would-be husband, <laughs> was husband, uh, Nasir. And again, Anselin also doesn't have her memory. So both yep. sisters have been like sent through, uh, the, you know, across the world and placed in these lives without any memories of their past. Um, so they just think they're regular people. She's a lounge singer at the club that her sister... Uh, manages and uh, she starts to have some creepy vibes and there's a darkness around her and her life isn't going well. She used to be happy and outgoing. She's, I'm my dog's going. I know. <laughs> if you guys hear crashing in the background, it's Canelo trying to get into the house. Canelo trying to break <laughs> down the door. Uh, so she's just, she used to be outgoing and bubbly and like, you know, f- pretty free with her love. She would, you know, do a lot of one night stands and if she liked a guy, she'd get involved with him. But none of that is satisfying anymore. She doesn't really have orgasms. She's not sleeping. She's just nothing is exciting to her. She's pretty run down and there's a lot of darkness around her and they, um, Nasir is, uh, Aram's bodyguard or like driver. Yeah, friend. he's he's he ends up being like a duke of well something yeah. of when you go back into the past life. <laughs> so he does have like a title to his name, but yeah, he's like his closest mate, like yeah, his first hand. 
when we first in the real him, world he's the driver he's the yes okay if that's yes. what you're saying yes sorry i went way deep <laughs> yes. I went he has deep. other roles but when we meet him he's like he's the driver so she's met him and she starts to feel kind of a an attraction to him and a pull towards him meanwhile all three are trying to figure out how to keep her safe because obviously something is coming something kind of Sinister magical is there's yeah. sorcery involved mm-hmm. and there's something coming after her and they, they can tell from the darkness too but they don't know what it is yeah so again we have to go through the process of breaking the memory uh charm that her grandmother has laid on her getting her memories back her realizing that this is her husband yep who she she loves they've been together for centuries Mm -hmm. across all this time um they just have been torn apart recently and uh then they also have to figure out where this bad sorcery is coming from and it turns out it's zaire and grandma's put a hex on everybody and he's trying to cause trouble and she sucks but anyway happy ending they get back together and they love each other and also there's a lot of sex and it's super sexy. oh this one also has a lot of sex yes so yeah yeah so those are the stories very good yeah. very nice i think we could talk firstly about how we each perceived the books because yeah. we both Took them in differently. Obviously, you read them for yourself, mm-hmm. and I listened to Jillian. Jillian told me the story about it. I understood your frustration about the narration. I think some parts of it were you could hear cuts. Uh, it seemed like it was in a, a room that probably wasn't as padded as it yeah. should have been. So, yeah, when I started listening, it didn't sound like... So the way I tried to explain... Because I tried to explain it to Patrick, because I was like, I, this is what I'm saying, is audiobooks usually are so seamless that it feels like it's my inner narration. Like, I don't feel as if it's somebody reading me a story. I feel as if it is my brain telling me the story. Yes. Like, it it just, it's so seamless. Mm -hmm. And instead, there was so much ambient sound to this one that I honestly felt like it was just Jillian sitting, looking at me, reading the story (laughs) and turning the pages. Sure. And so that's too disconnected. I didn't feel like I was in the story anymore. I knew that interacting with it in that way, I wasn't going to be as into the story. I could already tell from like 20 minutes that I was like, I'm not following this. I don't know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. And I had to, I had to, I had to pull the plug. It wasn't, I don't think, I don't want to blame Jillian. Sure. Because I don't think it was her voice. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was, you know, the way she was reading the story. No, it was her atmosphere. It was the atmosphere. Yeah. Which, guys, I understand we're sitting in my living room recording Let's- this. You can hear my dog trying to break down the fucking door. <laughs> I shouldn't be throwing stones about atmosphere, <laughs> background noise in, in a recording. I do have to say... You know, we try. We used to go to the studio and record and things would be better. I mean, much better. (laughs) You know, COVID, what are we going to (laughs) do? And we're not a professional audio book. Right. We're just a non-professional podcast. Exactly. So, you know, I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to be too mean about it. I just think it just, for me, I couldn't get through it. Sure. And that's... And that's not the first audio book. I have returned audio books to Audible that I cannot finish. (laughs) Well, there you go. I, yeah, they will take books back. I didn't know that because they're not real. Nothing. It's, it's all digital. Yeah. No, they will refund you. That's so interesting. If you have a book, you can't. You're just like, no, I can't. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. But usually, it's narrator. Yeah. Usually, somebody has a bad mouth like noises or yeah. something that I can't stand. Yeah. I'm like, I can't listen to this person. Yeah. I am sorry. No, this one was definitely because of the atmosphere. Yeah. In the... So it just took me out of like enjoying the story and to more like listening to a person tell me a story. And yeah. I know that's what a book, re- an audiobook really is, but for some reason, the good ones don't sound like that. Sure. No. It's, it's your own brain yeah. somehow. The benefit of it though, well, for one, like for me, obviously, is someone's telling me this story. So at this time i was like cooking and cleaning and doing all the extra oh. stuff right so that's always the benefit she had a really good i loved all of her male voices oh yeah i, I never lo- even made it to one yeah <laughs> i loved all of her male voices she did really good differentials and even between the males themselves they reminded me a lot of rufio from peter pan for some reason <laughs> all i heard was rufio but because of the narration i was able to and her inflections and how she was reading the story i was able to pick up on which characters were good and which ones were bad so she gave really i mean they weren't even subtle mm-hmm. she gave really abrupt like hints of hey this guy's an asshole <laughs> 
And like at that the goes- very beginning of the second book of Coveted, mm-hmm. when she goes out of the club, out of the party, and the guy walks up to her and is talking to her, that turns out to be Zaire. We don't know it at yes. the time. And you knew instantly yep. he was bad? Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Interesting. Just like I know instantly that Grandma Maeve is she's she's a mean lady. Yeah. She's a I mean, she turned out to she be turned, terrible. But you find that out later I in the find second that book. Until later. I got that in the first book. I was like, oh, Grandma's bad. She's yeah, she's, she's I got that nice she was lady. just kind of maybe uptight in the yeah. first book. No, there's something. She's got some sinister. Because uh, it was interesting. That's so interesting. Because the very first interaction in Coveted with Zaire, who we don't know at the time, but later turns out to be Zaire doesn't come off as all that creepy it mm-hmm. actually kind of feels like it could have been the same kind of interaction her Alita and- had with oh with travis or no, with, with um, um aram aram like the first time she mm-hmm. met him where he was just like yeah, the elevator she, gorgeous it wasn't i mean i wouldn't accept that kind of- sure <laughs> i would also have said he was creepy <laughs> but i say all oh, everybody's creepy. creepy don't talk to anyone who tries to talk to me in any situation outside of work or, or home is obviously creepy. Why are you talking I didn't to me? Invite this. <laughs> Don't talk to me. But yeah, I didn't think. I. I mean, I was torn in that instance between which one of them was going to be by the end of the Zaire or Nazim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so at the beginning, or I'm sorry, Nazir. I said Nazim. Yeah, Nazir. Nazir. In the beginning of the book, she has a creepy encounter with a guy, and then she gets into a share a car. A sh- Car ride, car share. An Uber-ish. An Uber slash Lyft. They don't use those words. An Uber Lyft. Yeah. And a ride share. That's what I was trying to say. And I kept saying car share. (laughs) A ride share. (laughs) The situation. And he's like kind of chatty and pushy. Yeah. And so I was like, hmm, which one of these is going to be a good guy? Yeah. (laughs) By the end of the car ride, I was pretty sure it was Nasir. Yes. Because he was being protective. Yes. And you kind of give that to you with the way that Jillian read it. Read it. The interaction with Zaire and then with Nasir. So it was just kind of like, you know, like, which one is it? Which one's the bad guy? But when you first got introduced to Travis in the very first scenes with him and Kalita in the first book, what did you think about him? Could you pick anything up from the writing? Just the writing then? Oh, yeah. He was a selfish asshole. Yeah. Like, I mean, that wasn't... But that was because that's all... The first part of that book is like her inner... A lot of her inner monologue. That's true. She does and say, so yeah. <laughs> she, she wakes up, he goes off to shower, she masturbates, and then she's like, you know, he throws my door open. I've asked him a hundred times not to do that. Yeah. He's like, he slams the bathroom door open and yells at me from the other room, hey, what was up with you? Yeah. And I mean, just that alone, like with her inner, you know, sense of like, I asked him to stop doing that. Yeah. He doesn't know I'm awake. She's super like. As far as he knows, I could be asleep, but yeah. instead he just throws the door yep. open and starts yelling at me she's done with him i would him. be pissed too yeah i mean i get it and then he you know wasn't very he was like we should have a quickie and she's like right. no i gotta get ready for work mm-hmm. and he's like ah let's do it anyway yeah and then he like pretty much was like yeah topped her into sex in the shower and i was mm-hmm. like oh this guy's not cool yeah i think that there were a lot of like nails in the coffin for him but when he introduced her as his fiance without any yes. kind of conversation i was pissed for her. i was like i was mad for her too holy shit <laughs> i was what would you do in that situation? Like, would you say, hold on, we're not engaged? Like, would you confront him or would you just... Because, okay, think about the situation and how he's supposed to, like, sell this deal or whatever it is yeah. and impress this so, new guy. This is an investor. Mm-hmm. Your job is technically on the line, too. Because if the because she works in the club that is at the top of a hotel. Yes. And, and Travis is managing the hotel. And the hotel is in financial straits and he's looking for investors to save it because the owner's about to foreclo- be foreclosed on. Mm-hmm. If the hotel gets foreclosed on, the club isn't in good right. shape either, right? right? So right. you're also probably on the line you Mm -hmm. want this investment to work in that situation you can't call him out Mm -hmm. and be like "Uh, wait a minute we aren't fucking weird right 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 because that already it comes out and Aram nailed it when he was like he didn't introduce you as the manager manager of the club you know great manager Uh who who has a hopping club that's busy Mm -hmm. all the time with people outside of the hotel like not just hotel guests people from town come to this club he introduced you as his fiance and all he said it was that you were sexy not that you're smart a good businesswoman Mm -hmm. all the things that you are so thankfully it came back in the book and it was her one true love that nailed all of those things yeah but in the moment, I'd be like, 
Motherfucker. Yeah. But, but I it, wouldn't say it. Well, no, not at that moment. But it didn't come back later either, at least between those two. She never brought it up to him as like, dude, we should talk about that and that whole interaction. I think she did say, look, I know you had to do what you needed to do, but she was just done. She was just so done with him and she didn't even want to deal well, with him anymore. Because they pretty much broke up the next day. So she, they yeah. didn't, and they didn't have. Well, she had sex, ghost sex with. She had ghost sex. <laughs> Mind ghost sex with the Ram. <laughs> <laughs> on the balcony or yeah, something she did she did she had mind ghost <laughs> so guys this is so weird the sex was, <laughs> so much of it was like in her head and she couldn't tell if things happened or not right yeah and it was real hard and it really did feel haunted and creepy oh it's just oh yeah it was re- the haunt haunted was like perfect for this first book and it was just like our other book where we sort of had ghost sort of sh- almost well it was all in <clears> dreams <throat> right it was all in dreams the one grave of, on the, the right? yes the the son of satan yes um dorinda jones Jones. yeah Yeah, so whenever she would have those interactions with him but she would have those physical reactions in front of people i don't think kalita was ever really in front of anybody i think sully had caught her sort of once or was just like are you okay well in the hallway yeah (laughs) Yeah. she thought she was she thought she was having sex yes yeah and then all of a sudden her sister's voice says kalita and she snaps out of snaps it and she's just standing there by herself and like, she's like i was uh, just literally just having yeah sex. <laughs> like great great sex now and now i'm standing alone with my clothes on <laughs> oh my god i would think i was losing my fucking mind too well and i wonder if i would think you're losing your mind i'd be like oh clean is having ghost sex go away <laughs> I would have to get a like cleansing and ritual for you if you were having <laughs> <sex>. <laughs> I would definitely get some Wicca really? friends over. Oh my god. Like, they got we've got to sponge this. Yes. I've got I've got smudge, not sponge. <laughs> we're not having I a good didn't word. Even night. Know. Words are hard. Words are terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but no, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't so know. so Travis starts off as a jerk and he devolves into like the king of fucking Yeah, assholes. he does. He does. He fucking doesn't tell her about a meeting that's mandatory. He cancels her order of wine so they run out of wine one night. Yep. And then he schedules a remodel of her club on the night a magazine is supposed to be doing like a shoot a or something. A big event. A story, a yeah. big event there. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then he tries to make it all her fault and like he's gonna fire her and I'm like, so people would know that was you that did that. Yeah. Like, that's not, you can't pull that off, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he totally tries to make her like, look bad this in is front of a rom. Why you don't sleep with coworkers. No. That's a terrible idea because they will fuck you over like this. And that's like, and that's like a really <laughs> shitty thing to be in. Like, I really wish she'd have just. And, and obviously she understood it in herself. She knew that she was just being content in this relationship. Mm-hmm. But why not just walk away? I guess it is because he owns the hotel. And that's what makes it hard. It's, oh, you mean? Why couldn't she have just broken it off with Travis? Even before Aram showed up, you know? Oh, yeah. No, she definitely should have. Like, I mean, and she knew it. And she'd said that they were on and off again. Yeah. But she was just... It, I kind of understand it. I, you can get complacent. Like, where it's just like... This isn't great, and I don't love it, but it's comfortable. And it, but it even didn't seem comfortable. She no, she really, she, all of that, like you said, all of her inner monologues in the beginning scenes where she's just like pretty I, much I annoyed. Yes. I look at the clock. <laughs> I was annoyed of him, and he is annoying, and he just like, not what she wants. I don't know. I just feel like. Yeah, but I don't, I, I'm not surprised by that. I sure. feel like that is a much more common thing in relationships. Probably, yeah. That you just get into a rut and you're like well at I'm in this relationship because there's a lot of people that have a real fear of alone sure like the society has just you know sold it that you you know you shouldn't be alone mm-hmm. there's all these statistics about it and this and that and blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> and I love being alone for a long time you know yeah I'm very content I great. was never alone oh, and I kind of awesome. I kind of wish that I had had that experience at least a little bit you know like had my own apartment by myself and lived just I mean I've never lived alone sure but i know i shouldn't because no one would ever see me again <laughs> i'd be like oh this is oh too cool. no <laughs> i don't need to see friends ever but yeah no you're right i mean there are a lot of people in those situations and that's just you know yeah. hopefully people know that they have a choice yeah 
And that they don't have to say stuff if they don't want to be. No, that's nice. a good thing. And yeah. you can, you know, there's other ways to be happy. Absolutely. It's better to try something else than to be unhappy in a relationship, I think. And it's not fair to the other person in the long run. True. Like, Travis ended up, we all hated him. So, mm-hmm. you know, none of us felt too bad. But really, before he went awful and became psycho... There's a bad feeling there where he doesn't know that she's all that unhappy, or maybe he can kind of sense it, mm-hmm. but he's happy, and or at least he thinks he is. Who knows? We don't have his. We Nobody never have knows. his inner monologues. So we don't know about. We him. have no idea. But we have to assume that he doesn't know it's like that. That he thinks that she's just happy with him too, and right. so that feels bad. It's dishonest. Yeah, it does. It and feels like at that point, it's not even a relationship. It's just. A convenience or whatever yeah it's just companionship yeah but the relationship that i do love in this these books are the relationship between the sisters between kalita and um anselin anselin i like calling her sully (laughs) i think that's a really cute name Mm -hmm. between kalita and anselin so kalita is older than anselin i don't know they've always had this really close relationship they don't have any parents well because they have no memory right well yes so in their world there was an accident that took the lives of their parents mm-hmm. and left them with no memories of their pasts. Mm-hmm. And they basically, like, woke up as 20-year-olds. 20-something-year-olds. 20-something, yeah. We, I mean, again, they're yeah. immortal, so they don't age. That's but true. I feel like immortal is kind of a... It's not taken as a definition of what they are so much as, like, a, it's a word. I mean, obviously, immortal is a word. Yes, I know what you mean, though. Because they do age. But yes. But it's, like slowly like yeah. three to four years for every human year mm-hmm. so they do live they aren't like forever ever they are just long lived but yes. instead of using that as an annoying title they call themselves immortals yeah, yeah. like it's capital i immortals yes like it's a it's a like vampires are capital immortals. exactly mm-hmm. it's, a type it's just of a being. type of paranormal creature or whatever yes, that they are that's it that's Thank what the you. paranormal connection is but yeah, so their relationship together as sisters, I think, is really endearing. It's really sweet. They both love each other and they support each other. And they've got this ongoing thing, or they had this ongoing thing about when they were younger. They truly, truly, really honestly believed they were princesses yes. and believed in that fairy tale. Yes. And things like that. So it's super sweet. And, come and it's cute because when we say younger, we mean just like... The teenagers. Teenage, like late teens, 19. 20, yeah, not, <laughs> like almost have, adult. They don't have any memory of their childhoods. Right. So it's not like, oh, I remember when we were kids, we thought we were princesses. Mm-hmm. No, they're like, we talked about being princesses yep. in our 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's only towards the later 20s, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That Kalita starts to be like, no, that's a fantasy. We got to grow up and be adults. Yeah. And that's not how things are. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out what we really are because as as kalita and aram start interacting with each other in the first book and sully and nasir do in the second book they start to recover their memories as the princesses and actually does kalita become a queen eventually but not in any of the books i mean it's her future it's her future but not in the book okay so she's a princess yes first or throughout this book so she's but they're royalty they are royalty. they're royalty and so those memories start to come back and uh slowly for them and and things like that and so kalita starts to really figure out what their relationship was and then she remembers then she starts to think back oh shit guess what sister we really are princesses but she never actually tells (laughs) her That's the hardest thing, because in the first book, there's a, a scene where Anselin is like, I, you know, I wish you still believed. We used yeah. to believe, and you don't anymore, and I want to talk about it, and you don't want to go down that mm-hmm. that world. And Cletus is like, no, we have to grow up. It's not like that. And then, like, literally an hour later, she remembers. Yes. She <laughs> she goes through her, yep. And she finds out she's a princess, she's, and I'm like, you gotta uh, go tell your sister you're a princess. <laughs> And then she doesn't, and the next book starts two months after everything, and I'm like, and she still, and Anselin <laughs> still, still has doesn't no know, idea. and I'm like, what the fuck? She'd be the first person that I tell. You have to confirm. I'd be like, Sully, guess what? <laughs> we are princesses. Yeah. <laughs> Because all she does is, obviously, they meet. she meets Aram, and they get acquainted, and they start dating and whatever, and they have their own thing, Kalina and Aram do, about... You know, she's got this problem with... Because after she starts to remember, she's like, I have a really big issue with being promised to you or not being able to choose. In the end, she does realize that she did choose. (laughs) 
she well right i mean you and i have our opinions about that but she ends up with a rom yeah she has a moment of like where she only half remembers her life she remembers him and knows that they are married yes but she also remembers that it was arranged yes and she doesn't she decides she doesn't feel comfortable with that. She wishes she had a chance to find true love on her, her own, own, a natural way. And so she kind of pushes him away a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then she gets her full memories. Yeah. And she remembers the actual, like, days, you know, the weeks and stuff that followed her marriage and falling in love with him then. Yes. So then she's like, oh, no, I did fall in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> so she remembers it and then she's okay again. Now, those aren't our favorite scenes. No. So both books have a couple of chapters where they go to the past. Yeah. And we get the story from the beginning timeline. And in neither book are those our favorite scenes. They're written a little bit differently. I like the present scenes because they're atmospheric. Her writing really does feel a little bit like gothic horror-ish. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a horror by any means. No, it's not. Until you find out what's going on, especially Haunted. She's being haunted, and it's yes. weird, and it's yeah. supposed to be sexy, but it's also like, what? It's creepy. There's something morose, not morose, but like, uh, creepy. Creepy. There's Just something creepy. Creepy. Definitely creepy about Aram and his presence and those eyes and just like the way he sees and even the sex that's happening, the f- fake mental sex. Yeah. <laughs> Dream sex. That's happening yeah. is subconscious. Uh, the, sub- the subconscious sex, which is oh, it's so arousing and it's so sexy. It's written so well, but it's oh my God, super yeah. creepy. It's so squishy. Oh, this so book, good. This book was all the squishes. Oh my God! If you guys want some good squishes, read these books. Yep. Actually, you should just read these books. Just, but I yeah. do like them. There's a little bit of things that aren't my favorite, but you know that's everything. Yeah, and if you want to listen to them, listen to them too. Just caveat. Yeah, that's there are one. some cuts in there that are a little bit hard to get through but if you don't if they don't bother you then like they didn't bother me that much and honestly it helped me understand the characters a little bit more because of how she uh, her inflections and stuff like that so i was able to know different things about different characters well and that's another interesting thing to these two books is the first book haunted christina wrote four years well now it's been five years but she wrote four years before she wrote Coveted. And it mm-hmm. was when she wrote it, it was a standalone book. And then four years later, she went back. Well, she said that over time, she kept starting and stopping on Anselin's story. Yes. Like, it kept coming to her in bits. And then finally, four years later, she wrote it. Mm-hmm. And in writing it, she had to go back and edit a bit out of Haunted the first to one. make the flow a little bit, mm-hmm. make more sense. And so in the writing, that's one thing. But the audio Recording. books were recorded at the same time. Like, neither the Haunted book wasn't recorded back in 2015 no. when it was originally written. But after Coveted was written in 19, then both of them were recorded into audio simultaneously. So Jasmine was... Jillian. Jillian. Jillian, the narrator, had the benefit of the second book Yeah, when she read even the first book, knowing the whole arc. Whereas if you end the first book, you don't really know why... The whole grandma stuff isn't really right. You know, there's a passing sentence about how their grandmother did this mind fuck to them, but we don't know why or what it's all about. All we know is that Kalita and Aram are back together mm-hmm. and are happy. So it's interesting. I just, it is. You know, the sex is super, super spicy. What it, was your favorite one? My favorite one was the massage. <laughs> the massage scene. Oh my God, it was so <laughs> fucking good. It was like a pseudo threesome. It was like a th- it was a threesome with the same guy twice. Oh my god! Guys. At the same time, it was it it was a mind fuck, like literally a mind fuck. She yeah. was her mind was fucking her. So this was Anselin and yeah. uh, Nasir, and there's a whole story arc to all of this, guys. If you want to know it, go read yeah. the books. They're great. They're they're, they're quick. They're quick it's and not a you know yes. huge investment of time. We're here to talk about the sex. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, but so it's it, that scene right there. So she goes in for this massage and the masseuse has her up on the table and her quote unquote bodyguard is Nasir there to watch over her because of the overarching the darkness, darkness, the that's, weird <laughs> sorcery darkness that's coming after her is there to protect her. But then uh, she, I mean, she, they have the same type of sexual interactions where it's in her mind the same way that Kalida and Aram did. So she gets into two, I don't know, she falls asleep or something, but then the arousal starts to happen and he starts to touch her here and do she this doesn't know there. She's no, she doesn't. So, 
her, from her point of view, which is what the book is, this part is told from, she's talking to him as she's getting a massage. And yes. she's heavily flirting with him. And then he, the, the masseuse starts touching her. The masseuse says nothing. He just touches nothing. her. Just touch it. But it, it goes from being a massage to being uh, intimate fingering. There's... <laughs> Some right. fucking good. Oh my god! It's probably one of my favorite like fingering and scenes. It's, it's just so, so good. good. And then he pulls her up, and he is going down on her. And the whole time, the masseuse is behind her, and we don't see him. We and don't. She's, she's just looking at Nasir. Yes, she's and interacting he's watching with him. Yeah. This happen, and he takes his own privates out, and he's you know self. He's he starts going on himself. Yeah, he starts working on himself. He, he pulls it out and starts working on it himself. And yeah, and then the masseuse picks her up and then puts her on top of Nasir. Like on his lap. <laughs> on his lap. And she turns around. And there's and Nasir. And the masseuse is Nasir. <laughs> okay, guys, it sounds wildly it's, crazy. Yes. When we retell it, because we're not telling it well. We're not telling it well at all. It really sick. Like, at first I was like, what's happening? Yeah. And then when the twist comes, you're just like, oh, God, that's good. So it's yeah. Nasir and Nasir. So yeah. it's not... Like some weird masseuse that they had no, talked no. to, <laughs> right? Without like consent or anything like that. Like no, no, we're no, we're not no. no. And she was super like into it as soon as she realized that it was both Nasir and Nasir. Yeah. And so she was having this. And all of this is actually a dream. She yes. None of this I was gonna say this fake threesome. This, all of this. <laughs> she fell asleep during her massage and dreamt this, but she doesn't know that till she wakes up. Right. But it was one of those. I do. You have to call them dreams because it didn't actually physically happen, right? But I think there's something a lot more. It felt so much deeper than oh, just it absolutely a, is. You know, because it, it is. It is. It, they are subconsciously experiencing it together because Nasir knows exactly yeah, what happened. He is prompting this, like he's right. Is yeah. he's like. There's something that Ram and Nasir have some power or ability yes. to. It's yeah, it's magic. <laughs> Because Aram was able to, when uh, Travis, do you remember when Travis went after Kalita in the first book? Aram was there, but he didn't actually, like, physically attack No, he has, Travis. like, psychokinetic he, Yeah, powers. so he was able to... He just... Did, he did something to well, like, Travis. Well, he and, make Travis leave the bar. In exactly. The first, yeah, you know. Because he, he started to feel much. sick or and something, then, yeah. yeah. And then he made him leave. And then he had fake sex with Kalita. <laughs> and then he had fake sex with everything. <laughs> it's all fake sex. But then, then eventually it's real sex. Yeah, then there is real sex, which is good sex, too. That is a good scene. That was my favorite. Was that, what, what was yours? I mean, that is by far the most memorable scene because it is, too. But I think, yeah, I mean, that one's, yeah, that one's memorable. That one's the best. Is it the best? No. They I liked a lot of Kalita's. A lot of the Kalita's was good. And it was short and it wasn't complete, but the concept and the idea and her memory of the, in the very, 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 very beginning, the very first chapter when she sees his eyes in the window and then she kind of thinks she had sex up against the window and then that's her first dream yeah there's something that's both exhibitionist but not about like those really tall glass skyscrapers and like having a penthouse at the top and like having sex up against yes. glass and that yes. where you're like on display but can anybody like can any the number of people who can see you is very slim and would have to require like telescopes and shit and drones and drones <laughs> and I'm not saying it can't happen sure I'm just saying it's less likely but you feel it's a little bit forbidden it's a little bit taboo without being like I'm having sex on the street totally no 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 I know what you mean the suite that Dan and I had when we went to Belize and we had that outdoor shower that was our moment there we didn't have sex in that shower though we had sex on the chaise lounge that was amazing but um you know i love that chaise lounge i know fucking that's the first time now i fucking want one like for real because that's all i could think about it's like yes be my green dragon at this very moment (laughs) be my wyvern please but we had that outdoor shower ish and so like you guys would be in the pool or they would be in the pool you would be reading because you were sick i was sick (laughs) but i was like taking a shower out in the nothing on top of me and all of you guys can see over because i can't because i'm too short to see over that wall but anybody over five feet could see over it so anybody walking by could have just seen me taking a shower. So yeah, I know what you mean. It's that because it's so like, it's such taboo or it's like a faux pas. You're not supposed to be mm-hmm. doing it or feeling it. Mm-hmm. And also she's in a relationship. So like, mm-hmm. 
having those thoughts about another mm-hmm. person too, even though you're tired of the asshole you're with. I, That's what it was. It was, yes, it was when she was having sex with Travis in the shower, but her mind went to yes. the seeing the eyes uh, in the window, the eyes in the window. Mm-hmm. And then it fulfilled that scenario with him fucking her up against the window. Exactly. So she was thinking of that yeah. while Travis was fucking her in the shower. And you were just like, just picturing her just like slammed up Flames, against the boobs glass. Boobs! Just boobs against the glass and just like bow, bow, bow. Yes! That was a good scene too. Yeah. I, I I would have to agree. And I loved, I did appreciate even, I think this might be, this isn't our first female masturbation scene. But I don't know, something about, this was the more explicit one. Not It wasn't even really that descriptive, but like we've had some of our, one or two of our female characters had used a toy or once or twice. Yes, yes. But that was it. There was a Kalita and her, when Travis was taking a shower, she had taken care of herself. Because yep. she was, she had just seen those eyes and gotten like, and then they did it in the shower. I'm sorry, before they took a shower and he, sorry. I'm confused no, with them. So before she, before <laughs> the shower scene, she masturbated she, in bed. Yes, she masturbated yes. in bed. And I like I don't know what it is. It's there's something really self-satisfying. <laughs> well, obviously, it's masturbation, right? Sure. Like it's literally self-satisfying. But even to read about it and to he- reading we characters, love we stories. like those stories. And I, I liked this one. We haven't, we hadn't had like a full female one. Yeah, and then even later in the second book, Antolin self-pleasures. Uh-huh. She in did front too. Nasir, Nasir, mm-hmm. when he's refusing to have sex with her when she's drunk. Yes. Which, thank you. Uh, like, I loved that scene so much. He was like, no, man, I'm not going to have sex. Like, he, f- of course he wants to, but he's oh. not going to. She's inebriated. He, she's inebriated and she doesn't know him. Right. Like, he knows her mm-hmm. and she doesn't know him. And she's like, that's okay. I like you. And he's like, no, you need to know me. Like, he, you, need you need to remember who I am before we. <laughs> I'm not going to do yeah. that. And I yeah. think that was so sweet. I mean, he did. It was odd. She did give him a blowjob and he took that. <laughs> yes, he did take the blowjob. He, she also was very forceful about that. <laughs> she was not allowing him to. She was not. Well, much. she just got done pleasuring herself in front of him, so <laughs> not to completion. She couldn't. No, without his assistance. But yes, right. We love them. Yeah, scenes. no, those were good scenes. There were some good explicit scenes in here, and they were all really well written. Like I was, I like really turned on for most of these books. I like the descriptions when they say like folds. And in my mm-hmm. sex and through my folds and stuff like I don't know. I pretty much like hearing them all. There's some that I don't. Like, I'm fine with hearing dick and pussy and stuff like that. And But, like, so there's something really sensual about the way, especially with the way Christina had done it, where she and Jillian read it, where, you know, and he had caressed my folds or put his fingers or something like that. It was just, like, I don't know. It was so, it was really sensual. I liked the way it was read to me. It's just what I'm trying to say. I'm glad. I'm glad. So, like, writing or reading it. Yeah, I was going to say reading it was probably somewhat similar. Oh, yeah. It was super sexy. Yeah. I was like, yeah. My mouth is like, I know, right? I'm like, are you like, I know. I'm like, we're talking about all this hot sex. And we're like, oh, dear. Huh? I got a new shower head. Oh. With one of the detachable. Oh, nice. Is it nice? Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's so. I've never done that before. Just so you know, you really have. I, I have one. Recommend it. I do so much. I know it's a big thing. Like it's not a new. It's not a secret. Women talk about it. Well, no, I've watched videos on yeah. it. Like I know what. Yeah. I just have never. I discovered it like a long ago, back when I was a teenager, and was staying somewhere that had one, and mm-hmm. I was like, this "Goddamn genius." <laughs> And then I just, and I always <coughs> knew I was going to have one mm-hmm. once I was an adult. And, like, I was going to get one at the condo, but I never, I was going to redo the whole bathroom so I couldn't get a new shower head. Yeah. I have a lot of illogical thoughts. Sure. <laughs> Things that don't make sense. <laughs> Putting a, like, $50 shower head on right now so I could enjoy it. No, I'm going to change my whole bathroom in five years. So why would I want to enjoy my shower for these five years? Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but so and I was doing that here too because I've, I've wanted to change that shower mm-hmm. out since we moved in it's been almost a year I had done it and then finally I was like what are you fucking waiting for yes you might redo the bathroom in yes. the future but you could put a new shower head yeah. on right now and you could still keep that shower head for later they don't preclude things <laughs> like that doesn't negate your ability to no. change the rest of the bathroom it does not but for some reason I kind of was like oh, I can't 
And then also I got a shower head that has a filter, which guys, especially in our area, we have hard fucking water and it was destroying my hair and skin. And I couldn't <laughs> deal with it any longer. And so now I have a filtered shower head and oh. it is already only a week instantly better. Really? Yes, I, my skin does not feel as dry or as like <gasps> itchy. I need and my that. my hair is doing that. Yeah. Filter your showers. Fucking oh, do it. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. Also, get one of the detachable shower heads. I have one of those. And uh, use them on yourself because it's awesome. I don't, okay. We put it into the, like, the concentrated mode. The really sharp one, huh? Yeah. All right. I feel dirty and I have to take a shower tonight. <laughs> oh, shit. Am I too short to use mine? <laughs> because, or is it too short? Not me. Yeah. Is it too, the cord might be too short. Or the, yeah, the cord. The tube? The line. I hope not. Because the at least fuck down is it? your vagina. Uh, How do you but, wash yourself? Uh, I, I guess that's true. I would have to stand and do it? Now it's getting complicated. Well, yeah, you stand. I don't sit. <laughs> Sorry. Now I just you know, kind of lean the wall just, there. <laughs> you use the wall, the tub, you know. You kinda, I'm having a hard time imagining you how know to what, do this. Not for everyone, you might not enjoy it. I love it. And I'm so happy to have it back in my life. That's awesome. I was like, oh, God, I love the shower. But anyway, yes. Well, there, there's the, the shower sex that we like. It's just with, with ourselves. It's with myself in the shower head. <laughs> no one else need to fly. <laughs> but if you're going to picture this scene with Kalita and really it's Travis, but you're thinking of a rom. Yes. Then it was good. Because she was thinking of a rom. So if she was yeah. thinking of a rom, I could think of a rom. Uh, we well, can good. all think of a rom. Well, let's all think of a rom. Actually, I think um, Nasir is sexier. You think Nasir is sexier? Oh, 100%. I like locks. <sighs> oh, he does have the locks. Yes, yes. I fucking love locks. I think they're gorgeous. We did mention, or we did talk about this a little bit before. I like book one better. You like book two better. I like... No, I do like book one as a whole. Okay. I think um, the atmosphere in the book is better. It's really, like, I, we can't stress the intense, creepy, but also sexy oh, the haunting. Of it. Like, the back, yes. like, that, that, that kind of, it's, it's almost like um, when you eat, like, salty sweet things, mm-hmm. how, like, the opposites make such a good pairing. Yeah, yeah. So this weird undertone of haunted with this overtone of, like, sex and, yes. like, like, you know, steamy wantonness. Mm-hmm. Just so fucking good paired. I have, I haven't, we've have never come across anything like that. No, never. It was so well done. Yeah. And it was almost there in the second book, because that, there is that, like, weird darkness that's surrounding Anselin. Mm-hmm. It's just not quite as good. Okay. It, it's, I think because it is immediately tied to this creepy other guy, then it just feels like it's this other guy being creepy. And even if he is doing the weird smoky thing, it's not as, it's not coming off quite as well as the, is this dude a ghost or not? Right. <laughs> kind of story. Yeah. Also, by the second book, we know they're not ghosts. We know they're just powerful, magical, they're immortals. Immortal yeah. Like, whereas in the first book, we don't know this until, seriously, almost the end. Right. It, we do not know what they are. I, I was like, is he a fucking vampire? Is what is this he? illusion? Yeah. Is this a ghost? Like, what, what is yeah. this shit? And so it's it, it's hard to replicate that in the second book because we already now know the character. Yeah. So it, it's close, but it's not quite so as you, but you, So you like the male character. But I like Nasir, Nasir more. more. than you like Aram. I definitely I see. like Nasir more. Okay. And also, he's not, I mean, Aram's a little bit overly, like warrior masculine yeah you know yeah you know and he's he's super clean cut and in the suits mm-hmm. whereas nasir's in like a little ro- relaxed he's a little bit more of a relaxed yeah. boy and he's got the drugs yeah. and the locks and he sounds real <laughs> sexy yeah i think so that's what i thought but i like them both I, you know, yeah i yeah. do think as a whole though i think book one is is got a leg up okay. but a lot of that i think is just doing something so new with you know what the audience doesn't know and it's just hard to pull that off twice yeah exactly well done very well awesome. all right so let's, let's do our kiss and tell we should do that all right so going back to the sisters and how when they were a little bit younger not when they were four and five <laughs> when they were a little bit younger they they used to think about themselves as princesses turns out they actually were princesses so our kiss and tell for this episode is if you ever truly thought you were a princess did yes, I did. Did I had a very vivid internal like fantasy life as a child, 
<laughs> and I had a running theme that I was a princess who I wasn't kidnapped per se. It's not like my family kidnapped me. I didn't believe that. I was be- supposed to be with them. I think it was for my own protection. I, it was a it was a slightly vague backstory because I didn't. I was seven or whatever, you know, six or seven. Uh huh. <laughs> but anyway, for whatever reason, I wasn't. I was with them, and that's where I was supposed to be. But people were spying on me because I was a princess. Oh, okay. All right. So <laughs> this is so good. No, this is me being so weird. <laughs> Because I, they were spying on me, all of the mirrors in my house were two-way mirrors with cameras behind them. Oh, shit. It just got dark. <laughs> I know. So I would close all the mirrors and, like, open them or cover, like, open the, the doors that had mirrors on them and, close, like, put it so the door was behind. And the medicine cabinet mirror, I would open it so it faced the wall. What? And I would cover all the mirrors in all the rooms when I was, like, showering or, like, getting dressed. <laughs> But it's because I was a princess who was just not with my kingdom. Oh my god. That's awesome. When did you stop doing that? You still do that? No, I don't still do it. But I think I, I mean it was pretty late. I wanna say it was like maybe middle school. Wow. I finally was like, alright. Well, you know, I wouldn't like I wouldn't get undressed in front of the posters that I had of Jonathan Brandis and you know what I mean? Like all of those yeah, guys, the, the, yeah. the Eddie Furlong, all of those, like really Joshua Jackson, all of those guys. Uh, your heart I, yeah, all my yeah, Teen Bop or whatever the fuck they were. I wouldn't get dressed in front of them because they were watching me. I know. I hear you. Yeah, I, mean, I hear you there. I didn't put up posters of people, and that probably was why. <laughs> I probably already, like, I, I saw through that one in my own brain, and I was like, just don't You're do like, it. You're like, nope, that's not going to work a, out. You already are covering every mirror with a towel. You can't go down a road where you can't get dressed in front of posters. Like, this is already not well. Oh, my God. No, I, I did, no I, I avoided mirrors, especially when I was, like, alone. I would, like, also, I should point out, we had maybe a thousand mirrors in my house <laughs> growing up. There it is. So, there was the mirror at the bottom of the stairs. The giant wall mirror in the living room, mm-hmm. the mirror in the dining room. <laughs> there, every all of our rooms had full length mirrors. Holy crap! The bathroom had been. a full length mirror. Every bathroom had the mirror cabinet. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally. <laughs> I think kitchen might have been the only place that didn't have a mirror. There was yeah. a mirror in every other room in the house, and sometimes two. Oh my god! Now, look around. I have like that many mirrors in my house <laughs> because I also still love. Like I don't know. I have a weird fascination with them, but somehow that triggered this bizarre story in my head. So like, if I was alone, I would like army crawl below <laughs> all the mirrors, yes, so that the. the People keeping tabs on me didn't know where I was going. Oh my god! That was a weird. <laughs> That's what happens when you read so many books. Yeah, I but that was all because it. I was a princess, and eventually oh. they were going to come and get me, and I was going to rule my kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> they were going to take me away, and I was going to be a princess. Wow, I love it. Yeah. Did you ever think you were a princess? I I, n- I never thought I was a princess. I never really liked that whole princess thing. I still don't really like the whole princess, you know, like fairy tales mm-hmm. type of thing. But my name actually means princess. That's what I thought. <laughs> my name, Srela, <laughs> actually means, at least I've been told. I don't know if it's 100% true, and I've done zero research to back this claim. But I've been told by a few people, elders, a few elders, that my name means princess of the universe. Oh, shit. Yeah, so not just princess. You go big. But of the universe. So sometimes I like to live that up. In my mind, but as an adult and just for fun. But when I was young, no, I never thought I was a princess. I did think I was adopted. Oh, okay. That's just because my siblings told me I well, was. Well, yeah, that happens when you're yes. the youngest. Yeah, yep, that's just what happens when you're the youngest. I didn't tell Alex <laughs> he was adopted, but I convinced everyone else on the bus that he was adopted. <laughs> And then he had to ride that bus the next year. Oh my god, so you told him before he got, oh, yeah. that's Like when perfect. I was like, my, I want to say like when I was in fifth grade and leaving that school to go to middle school and he was coming into third grade at that school. That's awesome. Think, is what it happened. That is perfect. <laughs> you know, that's what you I get. I wonder why he doesn't like me. <laughs> We're drinking all my Pepsis out. Right? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> so yeah, I told all the younger kids that, oh yeah, my brother's going to be here and he's a dumb. <laughs> 
every sibling has done the adopted Oh, of course. <laughs> well, they told me I was, uh, they found me in a trash can first, and then they said I was adopted. So, okay, well. one of those, either one of those. Yeah, all right. They just reek of jealousy is what it is. It is. That's exactly it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're real princesses. Yes. And don't use mirrors because there's cameras. <laughs> right. People are spying on you. You would think with that kind of childhood, I should... You'd have me. no mirrors. You'd have none mirrors. You'd think I'd have no mirrors. And you'd also think that I would be like a full-blown tin hatter at this point. <laughs> true. <but. laughs> That's true. They're spying on Yes, me. absolutely. But I'm totally sane, I swear. Uh-huh. <laughs> Should have seen that glisten in your eyes when you were telling me about it. <laughs> I love that. I still think about it. I'm just like, man. I think that's. I love. And things make that so much kind of sense stuff. when you're a kid too. Like because it doesn't. It doesn't, but it, it does. <laughs> it does to your kid brain. Yes. You're like, yes. This is logical. Mm-hmm. I'm Army totally on board for this. <laughs> I also like to point out that you know we grew up pre computers and phones and shit so that's true i think we had much stronger imagination absolutely we did yes absolutely I what else was i gonna do i mean i read and then when i was done reading i army crawled around the house and the <laughs> mirrors, mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just featuring a little colina army crawling and it's the best i love it <laughs> just, just to avoid them in my house. Right. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, that's fun. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we should do our fun fuck fact now. Yes. And for that, we're going to talk a little bit about Christina C. Jones, who is the author of this book. These books. These books and many more. Mm-hmm. Yes, not just these books. <laughs> She's pretty prolific. She has a lot of books. These are her two paranormal. Yes. Uh, the rest of them all seem to be pretty contemporary, and um, but we were happy to read these and do them for our podcast. Um, you can find her website at uh, beingmrsjones.com and like look for all of her other books. Um, if you're interested. And then also, we just want to tell you a little bit about her as an author. You know, she has won numerous community awards. And she also co-founded the platform Girl Have You Read, which is a digital platform that amplifies black romance authors in their stories. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go there, it is just girlheavyread.com. And you can find other authors there. There's a podcast associated with that uh, platform that talks to black romance authors and you know does like their new releases or you know Mm -hmm. what's going on in their writing and stuff so it's a really interesting website and helps promote the work of authors that can uh, sometimes not break through some of that mainstream publishing world we like this book what do you what do you rate it well if we're going to talk about our two rating styles we rate on two topics or two facets which is uh the storyline and the sex I'm going to give the sex in this one a nine. Yeah. It's a very close ten. It's a ten for me. Is it's it a ten sex, for you? It's a ten in this book. It, There's it's not, I don't know much more that would... I mean, <laughs> I think the only thing that doesn't cross the line for me is that they weren't real. You know what I mean? They eventually were. No, they were They were eventually were. And then there was the scene with Kalita and Aram when they first got married after they oh, went back the to the past. past. The past. So that kind of that brings it great. back a notch. So, right. you know what I mean? So I'll, I'll give it. Half. But if you want to talk about all of the other ones, the the raunch and like the shower scene and the fucking massage scene, those were fucking good. They were great. So I can give those a nine. And then for this, the story, I can give an eight. I think it's interesting to have these type of paranormal mm-hmm. yeah, they're characters. Unusual. It wasn't, you know, it's not our typical standard fair. It wasn't werewolf, werewolf vampires, vampires, shifter stuff. Mm-hmm. Which we still love, but. Of course we love. It's nice to have even a break from those of it within this same paranormal genre. It's nice to have a different type of paranormal. I did. I really appreciate yeah. it. And like like I said a couple episodes back where sometimes the whole fate of the world hanging in the balance is a little too much. Yeah. This was like a contemporary romance in where it really only was their relationships. Yeah. It was just their story. You know? Yes, there was all this thrown in with grandma trying to pull a power play on the kingdom and yeah. get them, you know, throw them out without their memories. But at the end, it wasn't like that was going to impact the world. Right. It was just just really their lives 
So it was a more contemporary book in that sense, that it was a, the scale was smaller and the stakes were smaller. So I really appreciated that. But I also did love, especially that first book, Haunted, where it was like, what is this? Like, yeah. is this magic? It is was mysterious. Ghost? I really was not sure it was yeah. a ghost. I was like, are we experiencing ghost sex? Yeah. Because that's what happened. <laughs> um, you just didn't know. And that was so fascinating. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm right there with you. I really do think the sex is probably a 10. I'm going to ignore the past. <laughs> I didn't like the past stories anyway, so I'm going to ignore those chapters. Okay. Just, just deal with them in the present. Okay. And then, yeah, writing. I think it's a. I think it's well written. And again, you know, I didn't get the same experience exactly as you because I bailed on the audio. Sure. But it's strong. Like it is, especially both of the books in the beginning when it's really focused on the women and their point of view. And there's a lot of inner monologue stuff about their lives. They're like, those are strong scenes Mm -hmm. and like very real. They feel very emotional and stuff that people, everybody goes through. Yeah. Besides the fact that they are immortal beings, (laughs) they are still human and going through human. Exactly. So I really think that, you know, it's, it's a solid like eight Mm -hmm. on the writing, nine on the writing. Yeah. It's really well done. I highly recommend these books. Yeah. And again, they didn't take much time. No, they didn't. Whether it is listening or reading, if they're going to be quick and it's just enough Mm -hmm. like it's a really well you know rounded story yeah so absolutely great cool that's it you guys go get the books anyway and check her out what are we reading next so for our next book we are oh this one's gonna be this one's gonna be exciting i think we are going to read accidental magic by nicole hall but we are also going to be doing an interview with yeah. Nicole Hall. So Nicole was one of the... Yeah, okay. she's one of the authors. <laughs> she's one of the Colorado Romance Writers. Writers. So, wait, what was it? It's Something. Colorado Romance Writers. Sure. And she contacted us and was interested in doing the podcast. So yeah. we're really excited mm-hmm. to have her on and to talk about... This is, I think this is the first book in a series. So she's going to tell us more about this, how the series is going to progress. But we'll read the first one. Yep. Accidental Magic. So yeah, join us in two weeks for that. And uh, in the meantime, please reach out to us on all of our social media. You know, just let us know if you like us or if you want us to read a different book or if you have recommendations or if we uh, fucked up a bunch of shit. Because <laughs> that's also possible. <laughs> Especially if we're uh, telling you things about stuff we don't know. <laughs> which we do. Which is a, a lot. <laughs> so that's what we do. Uh, and also tell us other words we have gotten wrong. <laughs> that I didn't catch. <laughs> um, but that's Dirty books um, on <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can just email us at dirtybooks at, at gmail dot com. <laughs> What's happening? There was a motorcycle in our last recording too. <laughs> this like one's eight like, houses on yeah. the block that have motorcycles. <clears throat> Yes, and you can check us out on our website at shdirtybooks.com and most places you can find podcasts. And if you can't go on iTunes or anywhere, you can rate, review, and subscribe us. That would be great. We'd love it and appreciate it. And if you've already made a request for us to revisit another book or a second book or to start another book, we have those books on our list. We are getting to them. They are coming up They are soon. coming up. So we hear you guys. Um, we really appreciate it. We love the reach out. Outreach. Outreach. The reach, out, reach, reach out is the route, the the reaching out of reach <laughs> the reach around. We'd like that too. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. See, that has problems with hard words and reach arounds. Yeah, but anyway, we're we're working on it. We'll get there. Yep, they're on our list. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. This is Saylet and this is Kalina, and we will see you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Yeah, you've been listening to. Sh- Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylette. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. We'd like to thank Jim Townsend for that sexy music and amazing introduction. <laughs>